Hail Dictinus, grant us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. Talismans are reminders of what is felt but not seen, what is so but not immediately obvious. Welcome to Tokens, Talismans, and Amulets, the 262nd episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of Jungian psychoanalyst and writer Clarissa Estes. Our opening and closing music is credited as Frostwaltz Alternate by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. You may call me Ode. Mary Meet, my name is Gwyn. I'm Ode's mother. We're doing charms and talismans and, and amulets. amulets oh my, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> i almost added that to the title but i i that's backed actually, away from it at the last second that's actually the title of the blog post <laughs> I wrote years ago nice. about this topic nice nice so but first we have housekeeping yes we do and i'm very pleased to announce that those who went to convocation yep, last it was a great week time. it was a great time I wish Apparently the new hotel is good. Is very good. They've got great service. The rooms were all very nice. Everything I've seen from the pictures, from the descriptions, everybody had a great time. And there were new people there, hmm. which is great. So there are a lot of new faces. You like to see growth. Nice big crowd. And everyone is looking forward to next year. So Odin and I have already made a plan. We're going, we're going to get there next year. We are going to get there next year, come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start saving now. Yep, we're going to make it happen. Make it happen because it, whether we're teaching or not, mm-hmm. we want to be there because it is just so wonderful when you can be a part of your community. Truly really reinvigorating. It yeah. is. It's, and that's one of the things I saw a lot on the uh, Facebook page for Convocation mm-hmm. is people were saying, I just felt so energized to get back into my practice yeah. after yeah. having been with my peeps. Yep. And so it, it just looked like they had a great time. And I'm thrilled for the uh, the team that planned it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and can't wait to see what they knew next year. Yep. I don't have any good news to report this week. All the news has been bad. <laughs> and I just don't have the energy to talk about it's, it. It's been challenging. Yeah. It's been a challenge. So just keep up. The fights on various fronts. Yeah, all the, um, the social justice. Yep, fight the Gaza genocide. Oh, um, keep an eye on COSA because they're trying to pass COSA again, the Kids Online Safety oh, Act. Yeah, yeah. That inter- internet censorship bill. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, a lot of, lot of shit's happening right now. So just mm-hmm. pick something to focus on, I guess. Yep, and then always, of course, take care of yourself, drink your water, eat your food, get your sleep. Yep. Oh, and Rhiannon points out next week is the first uh, week off meeting. So uh, I don't know. Uh, people who are not on the Discord will not have heard about this. The Discord is planning during our off weeks to do little pride-led teaching sessions. Oh, so everyone's yeah. going to pick yeah. something that they have some expertise in and do a little lesson on it in the uh, the open voice chat that we have on the Discord. So if you're not on the Discord yet, it's time to join the Discord. That's right. Talk and learn about things that other members of the Pride have expertise in. Next week, we'll be Kivitar discussing amulets. So it's those kind of fun things that we don't talk about. People yeah. who have their own things to teach. People, and Yeah, because we're not experts in exactly. anything, much less everything. <laughs> exactly. And so and we love to empower other people to share their gifts. Yeah. And also, I want to point out, this is not something that we no. created at all. Nope. This is 100% the creation of the Pride and yep. people on the Discord. So it's a, it's a Pride-led initiative. And that's what we love about the Pride. Mm-hmm. Because yes. there are a lot of really great people in the Pride, a lot of really talented people. Yep. And so they're going to start sharing their... Uh, 
talents, gifts, and wisdoms. Yes. I did think of something we were going to add to housekeeping. Okay, what? The reason why there have not been oh, a that's lot right. of posts. Things have been delayed on the, Patreon. on the Patreon. And the reason you didn't hear patron names last week. And the reason you didn't hear patron names the previous episode is because I'm not very tech savvy. There was some user error. There was some user error. And I got us locked out uh-huh. of Patreon. Of Everything Patreon. was operating quite right. well it on was, its own. It was just running on its own, but we couldn't get into the Patreon. And my God, do you know how hard it is to get in touch with Patreon support? It's very difficult. Oh my God. But I did finally hear from them. Eventually. And she got the things she needed installed, reinstalled. I, I got everything reinstalled and we're back there. And so we're going to get everything sorted. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do the names <laughs> right now, actually. There you go. Since we didn't do them last week. <laughs> All right. So there are 35 kittens. Thank you, kittens. We love you, kittens. Honestly, we truly we do. do. We really do. We really do. There are 24 cats and their names are... Akalagus, Nora, Stephanie Danielson, Annalise Scharfenberger, Ivaner, Renjamin, Tiffany Kozash, Ebby, Nikki Norcross, Renee N., Amber Stark, Caitlin McLaren, Annabelle Lee, Rose Shepard, Candy Russell, The Dryad, Maddie Kunes, Kai Oakenshield, Elisa Durka, Kelly Birch, Shokora, Rebecca Hillman, Quinn Ann ASMR, and Cindy Barrick. We love you, cats. Thank you, cats. There are 41 hunters, and their names are... Thumper Daytime, Zeno White Owl Rhea, Heather Doyle, Ames of Ashland, Amara Sapphire Wolf, Dwyer, Sarah Goff, Leanne Gee, Scout, Lisa N., Annie Ray, Tom Warfell, CJ Kaufman, Hexaluna, Asipiter, Ivy Rose, Cameron Grant, Ashley Ann, Don Taylor, Maharet, Talia Franks, Crimson Ryan, Dridic Hart, Mach 2556, Alicia Noble, Roanoke the Wiccan Wizard, Samwise the Blonde, Goddess Incognito, Rhiannon M. Gray, La Petite Poison, Loriana Lee Knapp, Ryan Hopkins, David Dashafen Keys, Chris Calibri, Sky Bierce, Sarenth Odinson, Whispers of the Grove, Alyssa Addy, Dahlia Darge, Jessica Jones, and Charles Howison. We love you, Hunters. Thank you, Hunters. There are seven tigers, and their names are Yuki Quinn, M.B. Strang, Around Grandfather Fire, Weavers of the Web, ATC, Kelly and Jim, Amanda Hicks, and Crystal of Apothecary Tees. We love you, tigers. Thank you, tigers. There are five leopards, and their names are Michaela Bellapersh, Jody Cozy, Luna, Ellen Veals, and Gary Bearstorm. Thank you, leopards. Thank you, leopards. We love you. And there are three Jaguars, and their names are Silver Wolf Arrow, Nolan Hayes, and Justin Stanage. And you know we love you, Jaguars. That is the end of our... Yes, that's the end of housekeeping. Housekeeping, so So we we are are house kept and... House swept. I should get a little bell for this thing. You should, yes, so people can hear it. (laughs) She's she's swishing her little tiny tiny broom. So, we are talking about... Amulets and talismans and tokens, That's and right. the extremely appropriate. Uh, and I didn't realize that Kivitar would be discussing amulets mm-hmm. next week during the off week. So we'll see if uh, any of our information aligns. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that I ran across a lot while I was looking into this topic is that there's a lot of vague taxonomy mm-hmm. about what distinguishes a talisman from an amulet 
from a charm or token. Yeah. Although I do want to point out that um, charm is, we're talking specifically about object charms here mm-hmm. and yeah. not spoken or sung charms. Right. Because traditionally, char- a charm, and in some use cases still today, a charm mm-hmm. is a f- spoken or sung phrase, mm-hmm. which has a magical purpose or intention. We're talking about like a lucky charm, like mm-hmm. a four-leaf clover here. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I wrote that blog post mm-hmm. years ago, what I equated for charms is when you imbue something with magic. So, oh, I completely have a different take on that. And that's okay. <laughs> but I also agree with you on that it is a, a spoken or sung kind of I guess spell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A charm is a, a kind charm of, is a kind of spell. spell. Traditionally, a charm, the spoken charm, was something that yeah. was passed down in families. Mm-hmm. It is essentially it is an action. A charm is an action, really. It's an action that you perform, really. Sure. At least that's that's how when I researched it, right. that's what it was described as, and that's how I've kind of looked at right. it. Right. I over the part years. part of what I'm talking about here with the vague taxonomy is that a thousand different um, sources oh, yeah. exist, and all of them disagree. Oh yeah, and a lot of times the the terms are used interchangeably. Yes. Uh, depending on who you're talking to. So I actually prefer to call um an object charm a token Mm -hmm. um, because it helps distinguish it from that kind of spoken charm. Mm -hmm. In that respect, I'm talking about things like a four-leaf clover or your lucky socks, an object that you carry or place with you that that is lucky. And I think what, for me, distinguishes a token from something like a talisman or an amulet is that a token is naturally occurring, Mm -hmm. by which I do not mean that it is like, like it must be a natural object like a four-leaf clover, Mm -hmm. but I mean that like it, you um, attach a a sense of luckiness to a token Mm -hmm. by it already having the quality of being lucky rather than by you doing something to make it lucky. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And uh, what I read was um, a lot of people, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of practitioners consider talismans to be, you know, objects, stones, rings, other objects that are supposed to be worn for whether it's a charm or an amulet or whatever, whereas amulets are generally used to ward off or to protect. So the main difference I found between a talisman and an amulet was that an amulet was protective Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. was passive, Mm -hmm. whereas a talisman was empowering and was active. Exactly. Exactly. Which I think is why sometimes people equate, especially a talisman, at least in my reading, as a charm, because it is, um, it's an active kind of... Yeah. I Personally, that doesn't gel for me, but I see why people say that. Yeah. Also, what what I read was that Often the difference between, at least for some people, the difference between an amulet and a talisman is that a talisman has some kind of engraving or inscription on it, whereas an amulet most likely does not. I'm not sure I agree with that. So I, I, I also saw that argument a lot, that mm-hmm. like a talisman is something that has been created and an amulet is something that has not been created. Mm-hmm. But I saw the exact opposite in, in other, in other that, places. That's why it can, honestly, it can be, I think it's by, it can be by region, it can be by... It's, yeah, by tradition, tradition, yeah. by family. Yeah, this stuff, I, this stuff is tremendously variable. There is no like singular authoritative definition of what distinguishes an amulet or a talisman. What makes sense to me is purely the distinction between talismans are active and empowering, Mm -hmm. amulets are protective and passive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think think those are the only meaningful distinctions. And a lot of times with an amulet, their power does come from what they are 
um, like you said, a four-leaf clover or a horseshoe that is hung mm-hmm. over a door is meant to ward off mm-hmm. evil or protect from... See, I would call that a token, though, not an amulet. I do think, to me, a t- an amulet and a talisman are both things that are, like, worn or carried with you, mm-hmm. whereas a token is something that might be, like, placed in an environment, like a horseshoe hung up over a mm-hmm. door. Or maybe a, a railroad spike yeah. driven into the ground. Yeah. Or a crystal that's put at the four mm-hmm. corners. Yeah, that is placed specifically for a purpose. Mm-hmm. But I do think, at least in my sort of... If I was personally defining a talisman and an amulet, mm-hmm. I would say that both of those are likely to be worn objects, or yeah. at least carried with you. Yeah. They feel like they're attached to a person mm-hmm. in a way that a token is not necessarily attached to a person. It could be mm-hmm. li- attached to a place. Well, a lot of times people do believe that talismans are things that you wear. Amulets are things that you wear. Mm-hmm. Um, or charms, if you if you consider it to be a um, an object, you know. And the thing I think that touched on is that these are these are practices that go way 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 oh, way, yeah. way way back, um, thousands and thousands they, of years. They believe amulets have prehistoric origins. Yeah, they found because they found what are believed to be amulets in like Neanderthal yep. graves. Yep, the Venus figurines mm-hmm. that were probably used as some kind of some warding, kind of talisman, some yeah. kind of talisman or warding protection. Um, they they've been around for since twenty five thousand BCE mm-hmm. is the the oldest known Venus statue. Yeah, and then of course Egyptian scarabs. The Egyptians um, yep. used the scarabs they because they uh, they symbolize life and power mm-hmm. to become a creative. They kind were of they were very powerful powerful symbol, yeah. symbol for life. So, yeah, these have been around for a long time. And they're global. You find oh, yeah. them in pretty much every culture. Oh, yeah. This is another one that's very, very widespread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Some sort of carried or worn object. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I found really interesting is that there is um, a little bit of a, and again, this is a your mileage may vary distinction, mm-hmm. um, but there was an observation that talismans tend to be more associated with occultism and amulets tend to be more associated with, like, folk belief. Oh, interesting. So, like talismans tend to be more like a an authoritative figure of some kind mm-hmm. will use magical associations sometimes magical text not always but often magical text will be involved in the creation of a talisman mm-hmm. to achieve some purpose and talismans are often like very specifically created for an individual mm-hmm. like uh, a talisman is something that is formed by an occultist to serve that occultist mm-hmm. exclusively. Mm-hmm. Whereas an amulet tends to be something that is a little more um, interchangeable, like mm-hmm. it can be passed on to another person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have your personal energy in it mm-hmm. the way a talisman does. It just has an energy to yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. That's why like pieces of jewelry can be can be passed down mm-hmm. that um, were, you know, from a, a great great grandparent, right. you know. Um, can be passed down and be used as some kind of an amulet or a talisman, depending on what its purpose was. Right. In fact, a lot of people wear rings and and jewelry as talismans. Mm-hmm. Or as amulets. Or as amulets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what the, the what function the purpose of it is. The right? function, yeah. I do think the, the, the main distinguishment is probably the function, whether mm-hmm. it's that protective atropoeic yeah. function or yeah. it's a self-empowering kind of a function mm-hmm. or something that's designed to like do something, yeah. like to draw a specific yeah. energy to you. I think that's a talisman, mm-hmm. whereas an amulet is basically just like a shield on a string. Yeah, yeah. Elle says that differentiation makes a lot of sense. Folk magic is much more about getting by and 
occultism has a tendency towards self-aggrandizement. Yes, it yes, does. Yes, it sure do. Yeah, yes, it do. And I think it's interesting, too, um, you can consider, um, a lot of people consider, like, Middle Ages, you know, we were talking about different types of talismans they might have, or amulets and things. Relics, the the bones yes. of saints. Saintly relics. Uh, metals. Would definitely be amulets. Yeah, and the, the metals that... Uh, yeah, like of metals saints. of St. Christopher. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, yeah, because they're for good travel. They're safe travel yep. and yep. all kinds of different, you know, meanings. Different functions. Different St. functions. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. children. All of these different things. They can all be considered amulets or talismans. Yeah, sort of just depending on what they're depending on designed what, to do. Exactly, and depending on what the uh, area of influence the saint had. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. um, some of those would 100% be amulets under our definition, or I guess under my oh, definition. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the f- the purpose of the, the saint is to protect you from yep, something. Yeah, But there are some, like, there's, um, oh, who is it? Who's the saint who's associated with gamblers? Oh. Who's supposed to bring you good luck in gambling? Yeah, I don't remember that But there's one. a saint who's associated with gambling. And I would say that one is, like, a talisman or maybe even a token because yeah. it's just supposed to be lucky, right? Yeah, it's just supposed yeah. to bring you good luck. Yeah, like a four-leaf clover, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I, I find that interesting that um, these saint medals, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like, all the medals are of saints, but I yeah. think they would... Each one each would one fit into the, a slightly different category. Yeah, exactly. Depending on what the, the saint does. And some are a little bit more popular than others. Mm-hmm. Some are a little bit more well-known. Yeah. But yeah, I I think it's a, it's fascinating because, you know, for us, that's that's magic. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's, I, 100%. Absolutely. But that might not be considered that by the people who wear them. Finn is saying St. Cajetan and Rhiannon is saying San Cayetano, um, which are probably the same saint. Both yeah. the same, yeah, um, yeah. Is the is the gambling saint. Yeah. But that is... Yeah. <laughs> and then Getha says St. Dismas was the, the saint of thieves. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, it goes back to, you know, collecting the relics of saints. It's like a finger bone or yeah, whatever. Finger yeah, finger bone or, or, you know, lucky, I guess, to have them or, or a blessing to, yeah. to have. Yeah. Uh, any of those objects yeah, to have the relics within the church or, you know, in someone's collection. Or if you had it upon your person. Or if yeah. you had it upon your person. <laughs> if you actually had access to a relic. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it That's a fascinating thing, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think those things do serve. I think they fall into different categories depending on what, what function they serve. Mm-hmm. Even though they're all under sort of the umbrella of relics. Yeah. I yeah. think each individual relic... If, filters into a smaller category depending on what it does. Well, and when you think about symbols, you know, Christians wear a cross and mm-hmm. uh, witches wear a pentacle yeah. and uh, or among other things. <laughs> heathens wear Thor's hammer, you yeah. know, wear Mjolnir. Exactly. And so those things can both be seen as an identifier of right. it's what a, It's a group symbol. Yeah, it's a group symbol, but... For many, it is also um, a, a form of protection or mm-hmm. power. Or sometimes, like, access to the divine. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll find a lot of Christians, especially, I've noticed, will do this, will, like, hold their crucifix while they're praying. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if they have a little cross on their, uh, right. I like, think like they a little necklace. Somebody, like, count the beads yeah. while they, for each prayer. Well, that's a rosary. Yeah, but, but yeah. Um, which is a separate thing. But yeah, like if you just have like a cross on a chain, I've noticed oh, yeah. a lot of Christians will like hold, hold it while they pray. Yeah. Like it yeah. gives them better connectivity. Yeah. 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 Maybe focus. Yeah. You know, yep. gives them some focus that they, you know, that they need. I, I also ran into an interesting observation while I was doing uh, some study on this that there's a difference between the ways different religions view these talismans or amulets, right? Mm-hmm. So like most folk religions, the perspective is that the power is in the object. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like 
if I have an amulet, like I have here an amulet that was made by Shadow Bear mm-hmm. um, that I've had for years now. I got it at, I think, my first Michigan Pagan Fest. Mm-hmm. And it's a very powerful protective amulet mm-hmm. that I wear anytime I'm doing magical work or I'm going to be in a very magically active space. And it protects me and keeps my shields strong. And it's just a good, strong, protective amulet. Mm-hmm. Shadow Bear knows his work. To me, the power is in the amulet, right? right? I don't add any power to this. Mm -mm. I don't channel any power from my spirit through this. Mm -hmm. Shadow Bear put the power in this amulet Mm -hmm. and gave it to me. Mm -hmm. The power is in the amulet. But a lot of major religions, in particular Christianity, would view their talismans and amulets, Mm -hmm. like the crucifix, crucifix, as not having any power of its own, but just being a conduit for power from their divine they, figures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right so like i think saint, which is what the saint metal exactly are. so like the saint metal doesn't have any power mm-hmm. on its own to it's a, a christian conduit. it's just a conduit for the saint's power and furthermore because of that because there's no actual power inherent in the metal it doesn't work if you're not a catholic right because you have to have belief exactly it's kind of like with vampires yeah <laughs> yeah so like the, you have to have faith in the in the in the Symbol exactly. So the the the, the Catholic perspective is yeah. that like a saint medal is just meaningless metal. metal. Yeah, it's just a necklace to anyone who is not a Catholic who mm-hmm. doesn't have a relationship with that saint, mm-hmm. which, which I think is fascinating. It is fascinating. Um, just a fascinating difference in the way we view those things. Yeah, yeah. There is a definite difference between people yeah. who view it just as a symbol. Yeah, just yet as they a... still hold that. Exactly. Power. They still rep. It still represents power and or it's protection. Still, it still clearly means something to yeah, them because if they didn't, something. if they didn't feel like they needed the conduit, they just mm-hmm. wouldn't have the metal at all. Like exactly. I just wonder why they feel like they need the the conduit I if can, they feel the conduit has no power in it, of its own. I can only speak from right. my own speculatory. speculatory opinion, but I, I mentioned it earlier. I think it has to do with focus. You that know? could be. Yeah, it, it could it, be. When you're, it when helps you're, draw your attention, draw your attention to, to what it is you're praying about yeah. or what you're needing. Or to your you connection know, to with your that connection spirit. With that, with that deity. Or that saint, that I guess. saint. So I can see how, how they would use it that way. Yeah. It's not unlike when when I am focusing on a candle for a spell. Right. You know, it, it helps. You're focusing your attention. It, I'm focusing my intention. I'm putting my intention into that candle. Mm-hmm. Whereas they are using it as a conduit to send it to... Right, to send their request. Send their request to that that particular spirit. And I guess the saint is sending their power through the metal, right? Through the amulet. It would seem. Because, I mean, a lot of... I've I've had many Catholic friends over the years. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I don't really, really understand the religion, you know, necessarily. I find it fascinating from an outside perspective. It is very fascinating from an outside perspective. And I I do know that at least the few who have had, like, saints medals Mm -hmm. and stuff, for them... It, it is like a, a St. Christopher medal. You take yeah. it with you when you travel. Exactly, yeah. You know, or sometimes there's things that you bury to I, Well, and to like I've, your house. I've, I've seen Catholics get very distressed when they lose uh, like a St. Medallion mm-hmm. uh, and they can't find it when yeah. they need it. Like, yeah, because it's, it's important. Yeah. It's an important symbol. You need that It's an step. important connection yeah. that they have to the spirit because that's what a saint is. They're a spirit, whether they were living at some right. point or not. Yeah. 
Uh, Randon says, I will say that's part of why I think it's funny when people, non-Catholics, get mad at goths who wear rosaries or saint medals or crucifixes as, de as decoration, because I've never met a Catholic who got angry at them for not believing in it, but lots of other Christian types like to. Yeah, yeah. I think that's because, like, to the Catholic, well, it doesn't mean anything. It if they're not a Catholic, yeah. then it's just a decoration it's to them. Who cares? <laughs> it's just a piece of jewelry. <laughs> exactly. It's just a decoration. Like, the Catholic, the Catholic perspective seems to be like, well, they can't use it improperly because it's not for them. Exactly. Whereas it makes me wonder, you know, because having grown up Protestant, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, the, the symbol. Evangelical, even. Evangelical. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the symbol of the cross, mm -hmm. it's redemption. Right. You know, for people. It, it's a very uh, powerful symbol of their God dying for them. It's mm -hmm. their redemption symbol. And so I think that's why when they feel, when they perceive that it's being uh, mocked or it's or, being or, worn frivolously right, right. Disrespectfully. or disrespectfully that it's uh, it's cheapening their belief. Listen, my gods... That's, my, oh, that's just my own perspective. My gods have a whole-ass Marvel Comics line that right? gets everything about it wrong. I right? don't want to hear about disrespect of the cross. Right? I know, I know. But I, I, I honestly, like I said, that's Every just, time a Christian comes out with that, I'm like, bitch, you have no idea. You have no idea. Um, that's that's my just my perspective from... Uh -huh, yeah, from observation. Observation yeah. and from the past and hearing people talk and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. I really do think it, that's where it stems from. Uh, Githa says, literally a half step away from polytheism. When I had my first communion, I got a St. Christopher medal that my aunt made me promise I would take myth with me whenever I traveled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The token, the amulet, the talisman does mm -hmm. mean something important in this system, but it, does. it doesn't mean the same thing that it means in other systems. Well, like when I was at a, a meeting of one of our local spiritual groups, Hearth and Grove, this was last year sometime, mm -hmm. one of the members did a, uh, a little session, a little, um, you know, teaching on mm -hmm medallions and catholic belief and mm -hmm, and, all, and how it worked in in their witchcraft yeah. and things like that and then they let us they brought a whole bunch of little metals, little metals. with them and let us take I've always, some i've always loved the saint medallions yeah I actually, they're, they're very cool they're very cool and they said you know if you feel a connection to any of them mm -hmm. you're, you're welcome to use them you know and stuff and i did take a few just because it was they're fascinating yeah. to me but you know it's not something i think i would use just because i don't i don't have relationships with those days yeah those i spirits those spirits, yeah, those beings. Those beings. Um, I have considered, like, maybe I should see what's up with saints at some point. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I work with all kinds of other beings. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm absolutely. quite I'm quite, uh, quite agnostic, quite open to, to what spirits yeah. I'll invite into my space. Yeah. Well, I mean, there Lucifer are... Lucifer gets into my space on a regular basis, so... <laughs> exactly. I mean, and look at how many uh, saints have become... We're former... Former yeah. gods yeah. and goddesses. Exactly. We so. got, we got Brigid, um, exactly. St. Bridget is, exactly. yeah, has a whole... Whole connection Whole to bring thing, it. So, you know. Yeah. I always find that really interesting, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I think every religion, whether they acknowledge them as right. talismans and, and, and amulets, amulets and tokens, tokens yeah. um, or not. Lucky charms. Yeah, lucky charms. They still have their version yeah. because it's a... It's something that's it been passed be, it down. It seems to be quite a universal sort of human experience. It's a yeah. universal human experience from ancient times yeah. to now. Yeah. You know. It's in that collective unconscious that yeah, kind it's of just one of those things we all sort of seem to pick up in some form, in some form or other. Yeah, yeah. And there are like quite wide variations. Like uh, some one of the I I, I discovered a few interesting mm -hmm. um, variations on talismans and, and tokens uh, while I was doing my research. One of the ones that I found was they're called talismanic shirts. Mm -hmm. They're from about the 1500s in uh, Islamic countries. Yeah, and they are 
undershirts with passages from the Quran embroidered into them. Mm -hmm. And they were supposed to be worn under armor as an extra layer of protection. Mm -hmm. Like literally you would be protected. Yeah, like you would be literally protected in combat by the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. Or the word of Allah. The word of Allah. Or I guess it's the word of Muhammad. I'm not quite sure on the Quran. But then there's also, I found uh, Fulu, which are Taoist script Mm. from ancient China that are used to describe magical tasks. Mm. So the way Chinese characters are written, Mandarin characters are written, each character represents a word, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So like Fulu is actually two characters. Fu is, oh, let me try to remember this. Fu is instructions that you give to spirits. Mm -hmm. And Lu is, I think, the lists of instructions that monks receive. And Fulu, so like those two characters combined to make Fulu instructions, ma- magic script, basically, mm-hmm. um, in Taoism. The monks, the Taoist monks who developed Fulu started like changing the shapes of characters. So like they would be writing instructions for a magical task or instructions to a spirit to do something or a good luck charm, Mm -hmm. uh, blessings and benedictions to give to to someone who had come to the temple. Mm -hmm. And they started changing the shape of the characters, like elongating it, or layering them over each other, or adding abstract shapes into the characters. And Mm -hmm. so that eventually developed into little, like these individual schools of magic writing Mm. that each Taoist temple did a little bit differently. And so you could only learn the fulu of your Taoist temple because the fulu of another temple would be a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. So you have these like extremely tradition-bound magical scripts that would be written out as talismans and uh, delivered to the people Mm -hmm. who needed them for for magical tasks. Mm -hmm. So like just very, just fascinating the ways that like, the different ways we approach this as a species. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the the magic in China and in Taoism is about the writing system and about changing Mm -hmm. those really formalized, structured, characters that mean words right by doing that you change like the function of the word yeah i don't know i find that really interesting that is fascinating fu is the instructions for spirit lu is a registry of monks and priests and their skills says ranan thank you very cool ranan says every culture has an example of this thing feels good i will carry it with me forever yeah Mm -hmm. exactly like Mm -hmm. finding uh hagstones and stuff like that yeah like well a hagstone you know you find it on the beach it's Mm -hmm. a naturally formed i have one over there um it is a, a kind of talisman. Yeah, that's or, got a hole that's naturally got a hole, formed and in it. Tradition states that if mm-hmm. you look through the hole, you can see the spirit world. Yep. Or or it can assist you in communicating with the spirit world. Yep. And so when I when I got that uh, particular hag, hagstone necklace, um, I bought it from a vendor who mm-hmm. had picked it from you know picked it up off, a beach. It off the beach off Lake Michigan. Um, it's a perfect little hagstone. It's mm-hmm. got a wonderful little hole in it. You can see right through it. And so, you know, at the time when I purchased it, I was doing a lot more um, mediumistic work mm-hmm. and uh, intuitive work. And so I would wear that and it had a nice little skull bead on mm-hmm, it and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I would use that as a conduit just to kind of focus. Yeah. You know. And that can be all kinds of things. Like I've got a bunch of guitar picks mm-hmm. that were left behind at my old workplace after music nights. Mm-hmm. But every time I found a stray guitar pick, 
vibes were good. So I picked it up and kept it with me. And I just have those now. And someday I'll find a use for them. I don't know. Yeah. This is, I, fi- I find a lot of witches, the shit that's on your altar is shit you just picked up because it felt good and mm-hmm. the vibes were right. Mm-hmm. And so it's some little token of something and you'll figure out what it's for what eventually. Is, exactly. You might, who knows, you might use it for a charm mm-hmm. or a spell, mm-hmm. uh, something to bless someone who, who needs a boost in their music career. Yep. yep. You know, whatever. Yeah, all kinds of things that you could use it for. Mm-hmm. So I, I, th- I think it's a very versatile practice. Join our Tiger Amanda and relax with the salts of Wonderful Body Co. These soaks and scrubs, inspired by popular books and characters, are designed to delight multiple senses with fragrant scents and sparkling mica. You can also find rollerball fragrances, hair oils, perfume, and wax melts. With dozens of options available, you're sure to find something you like in the wonderful Body Co. collection. This week, Ode is recommending the Back Porch Lemonade Rollerball Fragrance with the scents of lemon, rosemary, and tea tree. I want that one. Mm -hmm. Find Wonderful Body Co. online at wonderfulbodyco.com or go directly to the shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash wonderful body co. Hail Dictinus! Hail Dictinus, I'm gonna make some smoke. So, do we want to talk about assorted talismans now? Well, we kind of have been. That's I mean, true. we talked about the Shadow Bear. Right, the amulet, the amulet I got from, from Shadow Bear, which, which Gwyn also has. I have one as well. Uh, and Jackson has one as well, actually. Yes, I actually. Actually, these... Jackson has had a few. Yes. Uh, when we bought these initially at Michigan Pagan, Michigan Fest. Pagan Fest four or five years ago was, now? Yeah, it was maybe? a while ago now. It Six? was our very first one. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so these were pre-made, mm-hmm. the, the, the talisman. Or the yeah the, the amulet the amulet that you bought and that mm-hmm. I bought and that I bought for Jackson yep they were they were pre made for protection yep and then when Jackson was getting ready to go to England the first time to go to school mm-hmm. I contacted Shadow Bear and told him that um about Jackson's plans to mm-hmm. travel and I asked him for a specific kind of one of these and he, he and I think did also it. we asked for one that had no metal yeah, on it because Jackson is allergic to exactly. metal. Exactly. So um we asked for a very specific kind of travel protection and protection for him while he was overseas. Mm-hmm. And uh Shadow Bear created this beautiful, yeah, beautiful amulet with Jack which Jackson still wears. Yeah. Spectacular piece of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jackson has continued traveling, and it's continued to keep him safe. So um, his, Bear, his original one, he actually destroyed. It, yeah, it, it fell apart. He wore <laughs> it all the time. Um, but Shadow Bear, at least that at the time that uh-huh. I asked him, he did do, yeah, and custom, I believe he still does do custom, custom amulets. amulets. Yeah. So Shadow Bear and Air, I believe, yeah. is the the name of the website. Yeah, uh, I I have nothing but compliments for Shadow Bear's work. Like mm-hmm. I said, I've been using this same amulet. This is my go to protection amulet. Yeah. This is all I wear to protect me. I've been wearing it since I got it. Yeah. It is like hands down just well, spectacular. And work. he was trained to to yes. make them. It it was he was mentored. Yes. In his and uh, he actually allowed us to see, because they're little sort of leather pouches mm-hmm. that have uh, protective texts inside, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So he actually allowed us to see there are some some squares, basically. Very serious Very work serious work. Goes, and they're hand-stitched. Everything is, is handcrafted. And it's it's just it's they're beautiful pieces of work. Yeah, really just and immaculate very work and extremely effective. yeah, extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. I was ta- I was reminding Gwen I actually forgot to bring it to a convocation one time. Oh yeah, and I was so out of sorts and like and I didn't realize it until like three quarters of the way through convo what was wrong. Mm-hmm. But I was just like absorbing so much energy. excess energy and so much 
emotion and so much just magical detritus Mm -hmm. because I had gotten so used to having this amulet with me anytime I went into a magical environment and I forgot it that that year and I didn't bring it with me. And so I just like was not prepared. Like Mm -hmm. I had not, I didn't put in extra protections to account for not having my amulet with me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it makes a huge difference, (laughs) at least in my experience. It does. Some other amulets, I mean, obviously I have pentacles. Mm -hmm. I have found personally, like a a pentacle for me represents not only who I am as a witch, but it does represent protection and power. Mm -hmm. Um, It reminds me who I am. And I have found that when I'm in a work environment or someplace where I am not allowed to express who I am. Right. She wears a stealth pentacle. I wear it under my clothes Mm -hmm. because I'm surrounded by a lot of religious people. Yep. So I wear it so that I can remember who I am. And not get like swept up up in their Swept up in all their stuff. And their their sometimes negative energy. Yeah. Which can be challenging. Quite tiring, yeah. And tiring. (laughs) You've also got some stealthy pentacles that that are sort of decorative that don't look like pentacles at Mm -hmm. glance that you have worn as well occasionally. Yep, yep. It's I have one where it is actually a tree of life with the pentacle weaved within it. In in the branches. Yep. So if you are uh, a witch who is in the broom closet. Mm -hmm. The tree of life is so innocuous. So many people who are not witches wear it that you can get away with that one easy. Exactly. And you don't really see it unless you're looking for it. Yeah. Um, So I used to wear that all the time. Yep. Constantly. Constantly. And And I think there was another one you wore that was like, it had two faces. Like there was a really obvious pentacle on one side, but the other side was also sort of decorative and Mm -hmm. not obviously a pentacle. So you Mm -hmm. would wear it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. So it's, uh, yeah, so if for some reason you are in an environment mm-hmm. where it is not healthy or safe for you right. to to be out and proud right. <laughs> with your pentacle, um, there are ways to, to wear them. Mm-hmm. Or whatever other uh, symbol is mm-hmm. appropriate for you, right? Like if you mm-hmm. have a Thor's hammer Thor's or hammer. Hecate's wheel or I wear whatever. that a lot. Yeah. I, I wear, I also have a, an image of Hecate that I wear. Yeah. I, and I wear keys. Uh, yes, yep. because keys are a symbol of Hakati. There are a lot of things you can wear that are actually quite like no one will recognize. No one will them. know. No one will recognize. And um, quite often on full moons or on a Hakati, a day that is one, uh, of, her on feast one of her feast days, yeah. or just when I'm feeling particularly close to her, mm-hmm. I will wear either um, a, one of the keys, or I will just freaking wear her image, and mm-hmm. people can just make of it what it is. Yeah. Well, they just see a woman. They do, yeah. <laughs> So I just um, think, oh, a decorative woman pendant. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But it, it really is up to you. Yeah. Githa says, I wear a small silver pendant that has a Fehu rune on it for Freya. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I'm comfortable wearing to work because if they're looking closely enough to see the rune, they mm-hmm. likely won't know what it is. Yeah. But because we are wearing them with the understanding that they represent a particular deity yeah. or they represent a, the, the they're power, their meaning, yeah. that makes them, at least for me, it mm-hmm. makes it a powerful amulet. Yeah. Of protection. Yeah. It's so, it's sort of drawing your God's attention to you. Exactly. In a way. Exactly. I will also say, though, that, like, the pentacle having power um, isn't just a... Oh, no. A, a... A witch thing. A witch thing. Um, or even just a, like, if you believe it has power. Like, mm-hmm. the... The amulet I'm talking about, the shadow bear mm-hmm. made, has a, a metal pentacle sewn onto it. Mm-hmm. Pentacles mean nothing to me personally. Mm-hmm. I just put up with them on my stuff because pentacles are on everything witchy you want to get. <laughs> and I happen to be a witch as well as a heathen. So mm-hmm. if I want witchy stuff, good odds it'll have a pentacle on it. I've got mm-hmm. candle holders with pentacles on it. They don't mean anything to me. 
But even though I have no personal protective association with the pentacle, this amulet has been so meticulously constructed for its protection power mm -hmm. that I 100% guarantee this pentacle is feeding into the protection qualities of the amulet mm -hmm. just innately on its own, regardless mm -hmm. of my opinion of it. Mm -hmm. So I, and I think that's a really interesting thing as well that like sometimes even if your beliefs don't align with it, mm -hmm. the symbol itself just has the power. The symbol itself has power. Yep. I also have an amulet that was carved and that I purchased from the author of Outside the Charmed Circle, mm. who now goes by the name Tamison. Okay. And um, it was created during the protests. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And so I, I purchased one from them. So it, it is a wonderful uh, amulet to wear during any kind of a, a protest mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or could, because it, the, it is designed right. with it's, it a has sigil. It function specifically. A, yeah, specifically assigned to, it, yeah. assigned to protect those who are going to. Or initially, it was the Black Lives Matter protest, but it really can be used for any protest. Yeah, any, any protest against injustice exactly talk about this bag you have here okay this little bag is a, a basically it is a a i guess you could call it a talisman well you could call it an amulet it's something i created uh during this last full moon mm -hmm. um full moon in virgo mm -hmm. that we just had on saturday and um it is designed to draw good fortune but also to bring clarity see i would call that a talisman Something's okay. supposed to do something. Well, that's true. Okay. So either way, mm -hmm. it, but it is something that I crafted that I'm going to be getting tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, carrying with my, you know, in either on my person mm -hmm. or, or with your, with your thing, with my thing in your bag. It's, it's got a lot of, uh, strong scent. Right. So maybe not on your so person not at all on my times, person. but put it in your purse. It's not a bad <laughs> scent, but it's very strong. It's not subtle. It's not subtle, but um, people it's, would notice. Yes, but it's filled with stones and charms and mm -hmm. and um, oils and things that are intended mm -hmm. to bring clarity and to bring good judgment, right? And to bring good luck. Let's right. put it that right. way. And the proper kind of luck, where you're making wise decisions, right? That is a talisman I created that I'm going to, again, start wearing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it's not anything pretty. It's just a no, little... No, it's just a little hemp bag. It's just a little hemp bag that is actually meant to kind of shield the other bag that has the actual mm -hmm. uh, ingredients in it. But it is it is designed to be carried. Yeah. Yeah. I would call that probably a yeah. talisman since and you gave it specific job. Yeah. But... And and it doesn't have to be uh, pretty. It doesn't have to... I or guess you could just call I'm it saying. a spell bag, which is, a, I mean, well, that's yeah, another it thing is you essentially, could call it. It is a little spell charm bag. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't... What I'm trying to say is it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't yeah. have to be jewelry. Yes. I think there's it, a tendency to think that like an amulet has to be it has to be a necklace or something mm -hmm. and it 100% does not. It does not. It can be just a little witch bag mm -hmm. that, that you, you just carry with you. That you carry with you or shove it in your pocket. Shove it in your pocket or if it's small enough, wear it around yeah, your neck. Right, you can. You can. But you don't yeah. have to. You could shove it in your bra exactly. if you like you wear a bra like Exactly. Just so um, that it's around you. Yeah, but it still counts as a talisman yeah. or as a uh, amulet. Join our tiger crystal at Apothecary Tees. This shop produces fragrant, aesthetically beautiful teas that delight all the senses, with handcrafted tea blends from white to red to green. This week, I suggest Treat Yourself, a limited edition blend with black tea, cocoa nibs, hibiscus, dried strawberries, and rose petals. Find them at apothecaryteastore.com or on Facebook at Apothecary Teas, LLC.
I do also want to note that um, just because you have a piece of like ritual jewelry Mm -hmm. or even spiritual jewelry, that doesn't necessarily mean that it isn't a talisman or an amulet, Mm -hmm. right? So like ritual jewelry doesn't have to be magically imbued. Mm -hmm. It can just be a piece of jewelry you wear when you do certain... Like I have a piece of jewelry that Gwen got for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a, a, a necklace with some butterfly wings that are suspended in resin Mm -hmm. um and i wear it when i do specific kinds of ritual when Mm -hmm. i do certain kinds of transformative magic when i do um certain kinds of things with loki or with a few other spirits uh so it is a piece of ritual jewelry which has a specific use case Mm -hmm. but the jewelry itself is not magically imbued in any way exactly it it is not tied specifically to any spirits it has not been oathed to any spirits Mm -hmm. it has never been awakened Mm -hmm. it has had no magic done to it or Mm -hmm. for it or about it it's just a piece that i wear because it gives it creates in me a specific kind of emotional condition Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. that emotional condition is useful for the specific kinds of ritual that i use that i do when i wear this specific piece Mm -hmm. um and that emotional condition is set in part because it has the butterfly wings and i associate butterflies with transformation and Mm -hmm. so like there is a connection between Mm -hmm. the jewelry and the work i do with it but the jewelry itself has no magic i have the exact same kind of a situation or Mm -hmm. the same kind of thing i have uh several pieces that um you know i wear during ritual or if i'm you know doing a spell where i i am doing a ritual mm-hmm. with this but like I'm I'm fully dressed in yeah. ritual garb I'm wearing jewelry but it is strictly um ritual jewelry it, yeah. it doesn't ha- itself like you said it doesn't have power or act as a, a symbol or yeah. anything like if of I that was to, nature if I but was, it does bring me into a, a thought right. it, it, it puts uh, a, it puts you in a headspace a headspace but like if I was to wear that jewelry in another context a it would stop invoking that headspace for me. So mm-hmm. it would stop being useful as ritual jewelry. Mm-hmm. And B, if I was to wear it outside of its context, it it would not serve that function, right? Exactly. It wouldn't put me into that headspace outside mm-hmm. of the ritual context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So keeping it exclusive to that ritual context helps it serve a ritual function, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make it magical jewelry exactly. or an amulet or a talisman. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And I think that's an important distinction because I feel like a lot of people like have a piece of ritual jewelry that they Mm -hmm. use and they Mm -hmm. think, well, I guess this is my amulet or this is my talisman. Maybe. It might be. It might be. It could be. But unless the jewelry is doing something specific, Mm -hmm. right, unless it has a magical function of some kind, whether that is to protect you passively Mm -hmm. or to actively empower you in some way, Mm -hmm. it might not be. It might just be jewelry you wear because it puts you in the right vibe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be just jewelry. It can be your your garb, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you have a cloak or a specific hood that you wear. Or, or a specific, just a specific outfit uh-huh. of some kind. Or a specific, you know, scent of candle that you use mm-hmm. or, you know, all these things. Um, just because you use them to set a ritual space or to create a ritual intention doesn't mean they have anything other than just a ritual function, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, yep. it doesn't mean that they have magical qualities of themselves. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to just talk about one other piece that mm-hmm. I wear. And this is just something I got in a subscription box, a little new agey subscription box that I thought I'd try. Mm-hmm. And it's a quartz crystal. And a lot of people probably have this. It's it's a, a quartz crystal and it has a little... A little tree of little, life on it, yeah. Yeah, tree of, and a tree of life. And it's got all these little chips in it. I like to wear this uh, for grounding and for clarity, Mm -hmm. you know, so if I, you know, I'll wear this just 
because I feel like I need to be grounded for the you need day. The vibes. Yeah. I need the vibes of the, you know, of the tree mm-hmm. and the crystal, you know, and uh, the earth. Right. Uh, Raynan says, hmm, could you not call that an unintentional infusion of magic, though? Even if only passive, something worn specifically to put you on moon mood could be argued to have a sort of charm to it. I disagree. At least for me, in my experience, the specific pieces of virtual jewelry I'm talking about, they have a psychological impact. Mm -hmm. They don't have a magical impact. I don't know how to explain that other than I can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Um, Like, I don't feel an energy from it, Mm -hmm. right? Other than just the natural energy of the object. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It does not have a magical energy. And I don't know a better way to explain it than that. Uh, It's vibes based. It's vibes based. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's woo. What I'm telling you is that my woo tells me there's no woo in this. <laughs> it's wooless. <laughs> anti-woo jewelry. It's anti-woo jewelry. But it... Which is funny because it's, uh, it's uh, I mean, I got it. Uh, it was purchased for me, rather. It was a gift. Um, but it was from a witch. I got no woo from that. No so. woo. <laughs> but yet it has, it serves a function. Right. It serves a function. It has a ritual function. Mm-hmm. Um it just does. It's just is not a magical object in and of itself. Mm-hmm. That was the piece I bought you. Yeah, it was. I didn't yeah. buy it for you as a as a magical piece. Yeah, I know. I just thought it would be something that you would enjoy, and I do enjoy it. And I bought it at a witchy shop. You sure did. You sure did. And, <laughs> and I gifted it to you at you Yule. And it's and it's an abs- It's a beautiful piece. And I, here's the thing: like I could make it a piece of magical jewelry. Oh yeah, you absolutely could. I could go through an awakening with it, mm-hmm. or I could craft it into mm-hmm. a talisman. Yeah. Yeah, it was never intended for that. Mm-hmm. Now I have uh in the past crafted talismans for both you and your brother. You're talking about the little star dish? Uh keys. Oh yes, those, yep. I I, I uh took some keys and I mm-hmm. made them into talismans. Yep. I uh, remember those. Yep. Gwyn has given us magic for many gifts. Many, many <laughs> gifts. I magic gifts for my kids she a does. lot. She does. Whether I'm, it's protection or guidance yeah. or, you know. The, the necklace was probably one of the few things I didn't yeah, add magic to. That wasn't magic specifically gift. magic yeah, it was gift. just a pretty thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. It looked like something you would enjoy. Mm-hmm. So... That's yeah. why I got it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I often give, especially at Yule, mm-hmm. I often give magical gifts. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of spells from you. <laughs> yes. yes. And I still have them. Yes. <laughs> That's true. And your brother, especially when he travels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else to say about amulets and talismans and tokens and such? No, I think we've covered... Um, what we know about what the What we know about the topic. I'll be fascinated to see what Kivatar has to yeah. say next week. I think I think the thing to remember is what you, you can make it mean what it means to you. Yeah, one of the things I, like like I said, there's a very, very vague taxonomy very here. Very vague. It's, it varies from one tradition to the mm-hmm. next. If your tradition has an opinion about that, stick with that one. Yep. Otherwise, follow your vibes. Follow your vibes. <laughs> You know, what, what definition of a talisman and an amulet and the distinction between them makes sense to you? Yeah, this be, is the one that makes sense to me, but it, I have exactly. no basis for that it's other like than I, vibes. It's like I said, it, these words can be used interchangeably. Yeah. And don't, usually are, especially usually in the are. academic literature. God. Yeah. So don't one, don't let it confuse you. Yeah. Uh, once you have cottoned on to what it means to you, mm-hmm. stick with that. Yeah. Uh, but don't argue with somebody else if they have a different yeah, exactly. opinion. And you know, you don't very, tell them theirs is wrong. Exactly. Like, you very <laughs> likely will run into people who think the exact opposite thing yeah. from you about tell. Like, 
You may believe that a talisman is only a natural object and an amulet is something crafted by man and you'll 100% guaranteed will run into someone who says, no, a talisman is something crafted by man and an amulet is only a natural object. Mm -hmm. And neither of you are wrong or, or right. right. Yeah. So, so just... <laughs> there go. is no consensus on this. No, there's not. So just go with what works for you mm -hmm. and um, let other people go with what works for them. Exactly. And Live and let live. Live and let live. Don't yuck somebody's young. But in yeah, I love that. <laughs> but enjoy the magic mm -hmm. because that yeah. means you can take a little piece of magic with you everywhere. everywhere you go, and you can know that you are following an ancient tradition from our very oldest forefathers and foremothers, exactly, who have been doing this for all of time exactly. across the entire world. Exactly, that's the beautiful thing about magic uh -huh. is it has been with us. In some form or In fashion. In some form or fashion from the beginning. Yep. You can find us on the search engine of your choice. If you search the number three and the words Pagans and a Cat or the number three and the letters P-A-A-C, you can also find us online at our website, the number three paganandacat.com, where you can find links to the things that we do, mm -hmm. including Gwyn's Paleos Pagan blog, which is currently on hiatus. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also, with a little more searching, find Gwyn's TikTok, where she does TikTok things. We have a Redbubble. We have a Patreon. You can use both of those to help support us. Yep. And we do always, always, We're back always. into the Patreon. We are back into the Patreon. <laughs> I will start getting that updated and be a little more uh, careful with the, the uh, password. Uh-huh. And the two-factor authentication. <laughs> and, oh, my God. That was, that was, uh, very, it was a, it very, was a very, very frustrating stressful. week and a half or very, so. Very, yeah. very frustrating. Two weeks. Yeah. It was very frustrating and, and uh, I'm glad it's over and now. tedious and hopefully we never have to contact <laughs> Patreon again because holy God, it was holy a pain in the ass. Holy God, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. So, but. But we're in it now. <laughs> we're in it now and we love you and mm -hmm. we thank you and we hope you have a good two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Two we'll weeks. see you in two weeks from now. See you in two weeks. And, and you'll see Kivatar next week. Kivatar. On the Discord. On the Discord. If you want to talk more about charms. Uh-huh. Or amulets. Or amu amulets. amulets. Amulets specifically. And uh, yeah, just go do something fun. Yeah. Go make an amulet or go, a talisman. Yeah, go make a go talisman. Go find a four-leaf clover or a lucky horseshoe. Hand it to a friend. Mm -hmm. that, you know, you can give them something nice. Yeah. And, go, you know. go dig out some saint medallions and see if they got vibes or not. There you go. <laughs> All right. We will see you next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.